Section 1 of Practical Forestry in the Pacific Northwest. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by K. Hand. Practical Forestry in the Pacific Northwest by Edward Tyson Allen. Preface and Introduction. Preface. What this book is about and why. The object of this booklet is to present the elementary principles of forest conservation as they apply on the Pacific Coast from Montana to California. There is a keen and growing interest in this subject. Citizens of the Western States are beginning to realize that the forest is a community resource and that its wasteful destruction injures their welfare. Lumbermen are coming to regard timberland not as a mine to be worked out and abandoned, but as a possible source of perpetual industry. They find little available information, however, as to how these theories can be reduced to actual practice. The Western Forestry and Conservation Association believes it can render no more practical service than by being the first to outline for public use definite workable methods of forest management applicable to Western conditions. A publication of this length can give little more than an outline, but attempt has been made either to answer the most obvious questions which suggest themselves to timber owners interested in forest preservation, or to guide the latter in finding their own answers. Only the most reliable conservative information has been drawn on, much of it having been collected by the government. While the booklet is intended to be of use chiefly to forest owners, a chapter on the advantage to the community of a proper state forest policy is included, also a chapter on tree growing by farmers. The first presents the economic relation of forest preservation to public welfare, with its problems of fire prevention, taxation, and reforestation. For the use of writers, legislators, voters, or others desiring to investigate this subject of growing public concern. It is based upon the conclusions of the best unprejudiced authorities who have approached these problems from the public standpoint. In the technical chapters on forest management and its possibilities, the author accepts full responsibility for conclusions drawn except when otherwise noted. To the Forest Service, however, is entitled the credit for collecting practically all the growth and yield figures upon which these conclusions are based. A special acknowledgment is due to Mr. J. F. Kummel for information on tree planting. In concluding this preface, the author regrets that the booklet which it introduces was necessarily written hurriedly, a page or two at a time, at odd hours taken from the work of a busy office. For this reason, its style and management leaves much to be desired, but it has been thought better to make the information it contains immediately available than to await a doubtful opportunity to rewrite it. Introduction Where we stand today What we have The five states of Montana, Idaho, Washington, Oregon, and California contain half the merchantable timber in the United States a fact of startling economic significance. It means, first of all, that here is an existing resource of incalculable local and national value. It means also that here lies the most promising field of production for all time. The wonderful density and extent of our western forests are not accidental, but result because climactic and other conditions are the most favorable in the world for forest growth. In just the degree that they excel forests elsewhere is it easier to make them continue to do so what we are doing with it. 
on the other hand forest fires in montana idaho washington oregon and california destroy annually on average timber which if used instead of destroyed would bring forty million dollars to their inhabitants idleness of burned and cut over land represents a direct loss almost as great these are actual money losses to the community so is the failure of revenue through the destruction of a tax resource equally important and hardly less direct is the injury to agriculture and industrial productiveness which depends upon a sustained supply of wood and water does it pay practically all this loss is unnecessary other countries have stopped the forest fire evil other countries have found a way to make forest land continue to grow forest consequently we can it is clearly only a question of whether it is worth while let us consider this question not only in its relation to posterity or to the lumbermen but from the standpoint of the average citizen of the west today end of section one